0: Good morning, campers. It's a lovely day at Camp One Clap. Welcome to day two of Camp One Clap on the One Clap Speech and Debate Podcast. I'm your camp director, Lyle Wiley, and today, Counselor Alexis Worthen is sharing part one of her series, Capturing the Congress Crown. Uh, Don't forget to check the One Clap socials for today's social media challenge topic. Also, be sure to start working on your ABCs of debate by watching Counselor Adrian Graham's introductory video on his series that's available today. But let's go ahead and check out Counselor Worthen's camp bio with a little babbling brook in the background to set the camp mood. Alexis Worthen is a quad ruby and academic All-American, formerly debating for Natrona County High School. She is also a three-time Nationals competitor. Alexis has competed in a wide variety of events, but has stuck with public forum, extemp, and congressional debate for the longest. She will be heading off to Simmons University in the fall, studying political science and public policy. Alexis is joining Camp One Clap, serving as a Congress counselor. Over the next five weeks, she'll go over some key tips and tricks to help you capture your Congress crown. All right, campers, let's gear up for episode one of Capture the Congress Crown with Counselor Alexis Worthen, choosing and writing a bill.
1: Hello, and welcome to Capturing the Congress Crown with Counselor Worthen for Camp One Clap. Um, If you don't know me, my name's Alexis Worthen. I was a debater at Ntronne County High School. Um, from 2019 to 2023, I am a quad ruby holder and an academic all-American. And for this month at Camp One Clap, I am so excited to be able to teach you some five key trips, tips, and tricks for how to capture that Congress crown. Um, just for a brief background, because I think this is really important. I did not start off in Congress. In fact, I only did Congress for one year in my senior year. Um, I started off as a sacrificial lamb. My junior year, because that's what needs needed to happen, and I will do my patriotic duty to be a sacrificial lamb in Congress. But um, I ended up having the most fun in Congress. And afterwards, Liz Pearson, a UW debater and policy extraordinaire, came up to me afterwards and said, "You need to do Congress." And far be it from me to say no. And that sacrificial lamb session was the only time I didn't break to supers in my year's career. So um, if I can do it, you can too. And I'm here to, so happy accidents happen and I'm here to teach you how to turn those happy accidents into major successes. Um, So let's dive in. The next five weeks or so, I get to teach you the five key components of how to succeed in Congress and we can do it together. But my favorite topic is probably going to be this week. That might change but this week is on choosing a topic and writing the bill and authorship speech. So I have kind of three main segments, but let's dive in to choosing the bill. Now, the bill needs to have national jurisdiction. That's absolute focus, have national focus and current problems facing our country. Um, not that you can't delve into, uh, foreign affairs such that's often under the executive branch. So I would stay kind of cautious of that. However, um, something that I really think is important is that it needs to have, um, some degree of importance, but also can't be too primarily focused on, I think, um, social issues. I know that, um, We come into Congress passionate about the issues that we want to tackle. And I am 100% um, in agreement with that. I understand that. But also don't fall into that trap of um, something that is too emotional for you to talk about every week. And something that will be difficult for you to hear as legislators will inevitably negate it. And you might not agree with their reasoning. And that can be difficult to hear. So my suggestion is I would like kids to start looking at for example pf resolutions or ld resolutions and thinking about how they can implement that into one page or that you actually go on um you can look and see um what legislators are actually debating in all scenarios like it's not just like the big ones that you know the top five that are standing out on cnn but rather anything um That's where my bill stems from is one about addressing the teacher shortage, because that's a significant issue that I often hear about at school. And so if you want something to you want a specific legislative um, way of accomplishing that, go on and find a bill that kind of mirrors what you're looking for. I took a, a bill that a senator from. I think the Midwest somewhere proposed about addressing the teacher shortage. It's over a 50-page document and condensed it into one page, which is how much space you have. And there's not a lot of space, so be aware of that. But that one page is all you need to succeed. Oh, that rhymes. That's so cool. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So first off, your first section describes your new policy in a sentence. That's what you get. A sentence and that's the most important sentence of your whole bill um you go in and you say my for example mine says um the u.s secretary of education shall establish an addressing the teacher shortages program oh sorry excuse me the this house and the u.s secretary of education essentially this bill would work together with both the u.s secretary of education and eligible entities and the house on providing funding and um, growing teachers, growing your own teachers in your own state for that program. So that was what my bill kind of covered, but you can obviously implement that in any way that you wish. So your section two is about defining any terms that you need to define. Section three will be the meatiest part of your bill um, that describes kind of how the implementation, the specific enforcement mechanism, and the more specific you can be in the shortest amount of time, the best. Um, well, well, your bill needs to talk about the what, the when, the where, the how, um, but it doesn't talk about the why. I think often that happens in bills is people accidentally start talking about the why don't talk about that's for later. You want to talk about, you want to give the most impactful speech you can about why, but not right now. Then section four You'll talk about their implementation for a date and time frame. And then section five, any laws or that are in conflict with this po- new policy shall hereby be declared null and void. Uh, make sure that you're kind of aware of any laws that could potentially be in conflict um, because that can be a specific way that people will negate your bill. Um, the more you kind of create these initial roadblocks in the future for, to ensure that people can't necessarily negate your bill for good reason, the better. Um, another one that I see a lot of people struggle with, this is kind of an easy fix too. Section four, you talk about the date and timeline of your bill. Make sure that it's updated and current because a lot of the times it'll be a fantastic bill and we can't. people will go up and say, we can't affirm this because it's not in the timeline. And then your bill doesn't get affirmed and it doesn't have any real drastic consequences about how you do in the round, but you want to see your bill affirmed. So make sure that that timeline is updated. Um, So now that we've kind of, we've chosen our bill and we've written our bill about a specific issue, something that we feel relatively passionate about. Now we get to cover the why. This is the probably the most important thing you can do in Congress is your authorship or sponsorship speech. Um, And for that, it's a simple structure. You have three minutes and your people are more cognizant of like what time you have. So in order to capture that your attention and do it in the shortest amount of time possible while also being efficient, your speech your structure should be very simple. It's claim, warrant, impact. And then you'll be guys you guys will be going over some definitions with um our, uh, ABCs of Camp One Clap. But this is pretty specific. So your claim is the issue, why it's an issue, your warrant, how we're going about addressing that. What's what's going to happen when we do implement this bill? And three, and finally, the most important section, your impacts. I think the most important aspect of any speech that you give, it, whether it be through humor all the way to policy, is the impact you provide. If your speech has great impacts and how your bill specifically leads to those impacts, whether they be positive or how we don't affirm this bill, how those impacts will be extremely negative, that is the speech. Um, another thing, when you also write your sponsorship speech, be prepared for signposting. I think that's a skill that we, for some reason, lose in um, Congress when we have that in debate and especially in extemp. sure, but make sure we're signposting and you have written in your speech some signposts. That's always super helpful. Um, another thing is that I would also potentially create some, have your teammate, if there's a, especially have your teammate do a cross-examination of you for CX. Prepare for CX and write some potential, you know, commonly asked some FAQs at the bottom of your speech. Um, for example, if someone's going to ask where are these funds come from, you have an answer. How much would these grants be? You have an answer. How long do these grants last? You have an answer. Why are we passing this bill if the U.S. Secretary of Education is passing it? Why don't you leave it up to them? That kind of thing. Be prepared for those answers because even you're if, if you say it, the other legislators are supposed to keep in mind and that is the same thing as your bill that is set in stone the author has said this is what's going to happen so people can't necessarily negate for wildish outlandish theories if you've already provided them the answer and there you have it folks that is choosing writing your bill and your authorship speech so thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of capturing the congress crown with alexis or cancel or then i guess I do offer my services for free. I read PF cases and I read Congress bills and Congress speeches. Um, even though I'll be heading off to Boston this fall to go to college, um, I would love to stay connected with the Wyoming Speech and Debate Circuit. And that's why I'm doing this. And I want to help you in any way that I possibly can. So if you have any questions at all, um, please feel free to email me. My email is all lowercase Alexis dot g worthen at gmail.com or you can find me on instagram at alexis g worthen um not to plug my socials or anything but um thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you next week
0: thanks so much to counselor alexis worthen episode two of capturing the congress crown will be out next tuesday at camp one clap Tomorrow, there's more excitement at camp. Uh, The first episode of Troop Leader Talk with Counselor Marcus Viney and Counselor Bailey Patterson will go live. Troop Leader Talk explores what it means to lead your troop as a coach and prepare students to navigate the world with clarity, courage, and the spirit of a true champion. Additionally, Counselor Adrian Graham will discuss the A, Advantage, and his delightful video series, Professor Graham and Kevin's ABCs of Debate. Remember, social media challenges are live for every day of August. Uh, Let's start getting excited about the speech and debate season now. Start inspiring each other and sharing stories. I'll be doing the challenge every day, too. On TikTok is where I'm trying to do it. So happy camping, everyone. Keep spreading your speech and debate brilliance like marshmallow fluff. For Camp One Clap, this is Camp Director Wiley signing off.